Welcome to Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show. You know, our oldest turned 20 the other day, and we're still letting... That's still kind of settling into my brain. That's yeah, funny. You put a two in front of it, it changes everything, doesn't it? It really does. It, it just does. It's like two decades. She has yeah. been here. I can't remember a time without her now. Mm. It's lovely, but... There are certain birthdays that come along for your children and you realize you want to be able to tell them something. Like I didn't write her a card yet because I'm not much of a card writer for birthdays. I write notes and mail them all the time. But, ooh, I should mail to her. But I just, I don't, I'm not the card, birthday card person just because, you know. You mean like the prefab birthday card with the note inside? Yeah. If it's really funny, I like it. Yeah. They still have half a card that you can write your own stuff on. I know, I know. The left side. Anyway, but the more the day of where I gave her the blanket, you know, and and we threw the little party and we gave her cake and all this this fun little presents and we had lunch. Um, I didn't have you know a note with some here. You're turning twenty. Here's some words. words I did of wisdom. She, last year when she moved out and moved on to campus for the first time, I did. I left her a letter. I can't remember what I put in it, but I put some real thought into That's it. That's right, you did about how to you know be and. Trust yourself, and you know all that. That was a that was a big step because that was the first time that she was literally going to be living somewhere outside of the house. Yeah. Did, did you did you hand her that note, or did you actually stick it in a pocket of a backpack? I don't remember what you did with that one. I so that she discovered it. Think yeah. I put I'm wondering it, if she ever acknowledged she, she did. Read it. She did. No, she did that yeah. night mm-hmm. actually because I helped her set up her dorm and helped her set up and put her bed her sheets on and all that. I put put it under her her pillow. Now, I did check with her late that night and go, hey, have you checked under your pillow? And she had not. <laughs> okay. But anyway, she did get it. But so, so the other day, I didn't have any words for her for her birthday. But the next day, we're just hanging at the house. She was moving out. She was coming back and forth and getting stuff. And she said something to me about, I know I lived on campus last year. She said, but I feel, you know, a little sad today, too. I feel bittersweet today, too, leaving. And I said, but this is right. You need to do this. And she goes, I know. And that's when it came to me. What I wanted to say to her came to me in person, so I just dropped it there in person. Oh, really? You were in the room. I don't know if you overheard us. You were on the on the sofa, Murph. I said, Taylor, I said, you need to have fun in your life right now. You need to work hard, but have fun, too, because yeah. when a real adult life hits you, there's no turning back from it. Yeah. It's like, so work hard, yes, but have fun. Enjoy this. Enjoy this time of your life. And she acted yeah. like she got it. You know, that's good advice, really, for any time, whether you're in college yeah. or later. But but I hear what it's you're true. saying. In other words, don't... It, it's, don't be so it's, in a hurry to... Yeah. It's very easy to go into college with the pressure of, i got to get this right. I've got to know what I'm doing. I've got to know where I'm going. Yeah. And so... I have heard the stories about some people either going that path and, you know, too deep into that or blowing off too much. (laughs) Too much fun. I personally experienced a little bit of that myself. But yes, um, but I'm I'm glad that you gave her that piece of advice. I didn't write it, though. Maybe I should write it for her. But. And you know the other thing. So one of the gifts that you know that I gave her, I, I just besides I just wrote, the cash, <laughs> I wrote in the cover of a, of a book that I gave her, and uh, and the reason the girls have always thought it was funny, just like you know Jody over the years, not in a negative way, but you know it's no secret that I am a you know self help management type of book reading guy. Uh-huh. I always have been. I love them. It started with the seven seven habits of highly effective people, and then you know went on from there. One of the books that I've had over the years that the girls 
did in a Father's Day video <laughs> a couple of years ago they poked fun at. Um, because some of the titles of those books are hysterical. Yeah. The titles are, are comedy. Yeah. But, they always are. But she didn't realize what she was prophesizing by picking up one of those books. Because one of the books, the title does sound funny, but it's a book that she is going to use if psychology and you know counseling is ultimately what she does psychology mm-hmm. is her major and she does want to be some sort of social worker or counselor or psychologist yeah. for people yeah so uh, so the book that i gave her was her own copy of a book called feeling good by dr david burns it's one of these books it's been around for 40 years um you know it was really kind of a it was a breakthrough book for its time because it was about how do you how do you help people through depression and other things with what they call cognitive behavioral therapy mm-hmm. in other words just understanding that sometimes the filters that you see things and the things you've told yourselves that you've told yourself over the years create your perceptions or misperceptions you make your own or box right exactly like. and you know it's designed to be used and, and, and mean it look it's not it's not a cure-all it doesn't mean in lieu of medication because he did revise the book years later as antidepressants became you know more more part of the process right. to talk about the balance and, and those things and what to look for. But anyway, you know, the book, what he's really known for are the, what, what are called ten, the 10 big cognitive distortions. If you were to group things into the 10 big areas that cause people the most grief in their lives, mm. and it's examples of things like what they call all or nothing thinking, where there's nothing in between, where mm. you immediately jump from, yeah. oh my God, yeah. you know, this is the worst thing ever to, and so those kinds of so it's a really, really strong book, and it's a great resource book for somebody who's going into counseling too, not right. just for the person who's receiving yeah. it. So that's the reason that I actually I gave it to her for both reasons because I think it's a good personal counseling book, but I think it was I think it's a good introduction for to her. that world if that's something that she really wants to study because she's much like me when it comes to reading. It's got to have some purpose. Something's got to draw her to that book you know, to go into it. And this is the kind of book that it can be. You don't have to read it all the way through in, in one pass. You read it in sections. You go back and bookmark parts of it, and mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but anyway, so in the front of that is where I just, you know, wrote to her just that. It wasn't anything that was some giant revelation, but it was, hey, just so that you know, because I know that Daddy is the one who reads these kind of books. That's not why I'm giving you this book. I'm giving you this book because you're majoring, you know, in, in psychology. And that you and, may be able to use it in your life. So, it was yeah. a beautiful little thing you wrote. It was good. Um, I don't. That's another thing. It's like you give her that book, and in the moment, she was like, "Thanks." Yeah, she didn't know what to think. At she first. didn't know what to think. If it, she probably thought for a second, "Does this mean something about me?" But, but, but she, in time, will love that of when course, you give someone yeah. a book for a reason because it means something to you. Hopefully, and you write in it, especially. I think that's big. Um, hopefully, it will mean something to them. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So yeah. Do you have a book like that? Um, gosh. Harry Potter. Yes. I, I didn't write in my Harry Potters. Honestly, yes, I do. You don't even know of this, maybe. I don't know, Murphy. Um, of all of our, our cookbooks that we have, yeah. I don't keep a ton, only ones that I really cook from and, and, and use. You know, mm-hmm. It's a cool one, great, but I don't need to take up space. But when I first moved out years ago, I was very young. I was younger than her when I moved away from home. And my younger mom, younger than Taylor, meaning I'm yeah. sorry, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, I was younger than Taylor yeah. when I moved away from home, and I came back. I went back and forth a little bit, but my mom, like for Christmas that year, I came home for Christmas, and she had put together a little cookbook where she hand wrote recipes on a cards and put them in like a little binder cookbook, yeah. and there are some of her handwritten 
our classic family recipes in there. And on the inside of the book, I mean, I, I have to find it. My baby girl, all grown up and living on your own. I love you so much. Love mom. She wrote in the cover of that book for me. And I have kept that. And it's not even full of recipes because the plan was she put a few and she we were going to fill it. And of course we didn't. Yeah. You know, life just got busy and we never said, let's sit down and write this, you know. And, you know, we don't do that anymore. We don't write them anymore hardly. So, mm. but that one means a lot to me. Anything that's yeah. got that personal handwriting, I thought yes. about that. Yes. That's why I made sure when I wrote it, that I realized when I started, <clears throat> I just I just started the note without putting Taylor at the top of it. But then I realized, uh, you know, especially since both of my parents have passed on, or my grandmother for that matter, when you see your name handwritten by somebody like uh-huh. that, That's it's special. really, re- it's very special, right? Yeah. So as simple as that sounds, I made sure I did that and I dated it because I think that's important too. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, the, uh, you know, there've been a couple of books that I have been given over the years um, Jody knows this, and Sam actually knows because I think Sam, you have a copy of my grandmother's cookbook, don't you? Did I ever give mm-hmm. you a copy of my grandmother's you cookbook? Lent it to me to read, and huh, you know, look at it, make copies if I want. But no, I gave it back. Interesting. Well, you know, you it, have another copy. Yeah, I have I a, yeah. Now that my with my dad passed on, I actually have a oh. copy. Well, no, you don't need to feel bad about that. He doesn't want cookbooks either, right? If you don't want one, you don't have no, to. I just no, you I, want it. I don't want to take a family cookbook if you can give it to your sister or your brother. Well, they were given theirs too. I'll oh. check with the family first. Okay. But anyway, you know, um, you remember you got to work your way through it because there were some things that she didn't put the right amounts in. But anyway, so it's yeah, classic. So my grandmother took all of her recipes and on a typewriter in the mid 1980s, she typed out every single one of these and she brought them. Mm-hmm. To a printer, a book printer, and had it spiral bound, mm-hmm. and gave each each of us, you know, that that book for Christmas. Now, when I was given that book, you were young. I was sixteen, maybe. I think I was sixteen, fifteen, or sixteen years old. And but even then, I knew it was going to be special, even though I wasn't cooking a ton. Yeah. And that book, over the years, and again, because it says, you know, in, in the front, and all my love, Heidi, which is what the way she signed everything, is in mm-hmm. the front of that book. So obviously, that's not a book I ever want to get rid of. But right. the other one, and this is, I'm not saying this to be overly religious or with an angle or anything like that, but this was, it was interesting for me because my godmother, I was. Uh, I was christened as as a Catholic. I didn't wind up practicing Catholicism, you know, as I got older. But you know, my godmother, who passed away at a very young age, um, gave me, which I guess it's called the Good News Bible, when I was ten yeah. or eleven years old. Mm-hmm. And she took the time to write a card, you know, in that, you know, and it was so, it's, the card is what I've kept over the years, and and again. I'm I just because I'm not going down the religious path with it, you know, path with this one. There's nothing wrong with that, and I'm very grateful that she gave it to me. And that is a Bible that I still have to this day. But here's why the note was important to me, because she wrote it in layman's terms for somebody who, even at 11 years old, 10 or 11, however old I was at that time, could understand. Mm-hmm. And basically, she was just explaining, I wish that somebody had taken the time uh. to give me something in my life that I really could have leaned upon later and still, you know, it, I was, she called herself a mechanical Christian, you know, like a lot of people, and it was just kind of going through the motions mm. that, you know, understanding how to really, you know, embrace that through life is, is, is important and pivotal. And look, and I, I understand that that's different to everybody in 2021. So, you know, forgive me for going and underscoring the fact that I'm not trying to be religious here because that's not what that, you know, I don't is, think you have about. to apologize for that. It's so just, it's your story. Right. But the but the note is um, the note is ju- it just it made a difference because, again, it was just in real terms. And as I got older, that note meant different things to me. 
because I understood what she meant by that. Mm-hmm. You do really mm-hmm. your perspective on things changes, and you really do have to kind of set different goals and guideposts through your life. So I think something that you write in a book or a note like you gave or whatever, years later when it's picked back up again, not only is it that special flashback, I think it can take on new meaning. It does. Yeah. If you, yeah, as you grow into it. You know, I didn't write down those words to her, but maybe I should. Yeah. If, she, if she'll keep it. You know, I don't know if she kept her letter from last year. <laughs> I, bet I don't she know. Did. We'll see. I She's hope She's kept so. a lot of things. Yeah, mm-hmm. What's really funny is is Taylor and our youngest Phoebe are both, they're sentimental with stuff like that. They're things that they've jotted in their phones over oh, time. The yes. quotes and the things that they like to poke fun at. So, I, you know, even if, if she doesn't have it, she probably took a picture or she made a note. There's something. She I probably brought it somewhere. back to her room. She leaves everything in her room at the house. <laughs> You know, not where she's living on campus, all those things. She yeah. leaves at the house. I think that that's sound. I think it's sound advice. And I'm hoping for her for year two, because year one of college was mostly virtual mm-hmm. and it wasn't really the full college experience. There's sort of a newfound excitement, I think, for her going into, you know, yes. this year. We're hopeful that she gets the full experience. Yeah. She's ready for it. Missed any part of the show? Get it all on the Murphy, Sam and Jody podcast.